Storytellers AZ, a discussion group for people who make a living telling stories. Hi, Storytellers AZ. This is Tyler. I've messed up the first two openings, so let's see if we can get this one right. Storytellers AZ is a podcast and meetup group that gets together the second and fourth Wednesday of every month at Gangplank, where we share ideas, tell each other stories, and then record a podcast talking about it. With me tonight, starting around the table, to my left is... I'm DM. What do you do? What do I do? I'm an evolving children's writer. I'm working on writing stories for, for children. All right. Excellent. We get to watch her evolve right here in front yes, of us. Yes, fantastic. Right. She That's wasn't right. she wasn't walking this morning, but now she's standing up. Well, she's actually seated. But anyway, we'll get to standing up. <laughs> uh, I'm LaPan. I'm a television writer, screenwriter, now venturing into plays. I'm Debbie Walker, and I just write. And edits podcasts. And edits this podcast and a few others. And, and colors her hair, fancy colors in the front. She has red bangs right now. It's uh, it's excellent. Anyway, today on Storytellers, Excuse we me, talked uh, about... Tyler, what, what do you do? Oh, I'm, I write and market and complain online a lot. I've gotten pretty good at that. No one pays me for that third one, though. Um, today, we talked about icons after the passing of Steve Jobs last week. Uh, we discussed uh, uh, healthy relationships with, with with people and inspiration, what big-name people, people who have accomplished a lot in our lives, um, have done to, to inspire us. And last week, uh, as most of you know, Steve Jobs, or not, sorry, not last week, by the time I was doing this, a couple weeks ago, Steve Jobs passed away. Uh, it was not a sudden passing. Uh, people knew for a long time that he was, that he was definitely, uh, I don't know, near death, but it, but it was soon. But the Apple community and the tech community in general really kind of... Um, Kind of, uh, uh, I don't know if imploded is the right word, but they, but they freaked out a lot. People all over the world, very sad about that. Um, some people kind of treated his passing as deity-like. Um, there was a lot of uh, long, long unencumbered blog posts about about what he meant to them, uh, people who he had never met. And Debbie really was very wary of those type of posts, and why? I was confounded by how much people got over emotional about this person and it just seemed like it went on and on and on when a simple one line or a one paragraph sentiment would have done the same thing people wrote huge blog posts about it and i just i don't understand that now do you think it's it's unhealthy for steve jobs particular or is it is it is the whole idea of of hero worship unhealthy for for us to uh, partake in I think hero is a big overused word. Okay. Worship, and worshiping someone who's worshiping a person. You know, give credit where the credit is due. The man did make a lot of changes mm-hmm. to the way we do things. But yeah, I think it was just a little overdone, in my opinion. Okay. And then, and speaking of of possibly overdone, Brian went down to the to the Apple Store, and a lot of people did gather there at gather Apple stores around the nation. San Francisco had a has a, actually a very beautiful. Um, uh, offering of gifts and and not offering of gifts that's a really bad word. Uh, they had candles and Display. and displays and thank display. yous. A lot of uh, sticky notes, you know, to saying hey thanks. Uh, nothing, think no offering of gifts. No one sacrificed anyone on the gates of any Apple stores. Um, but so what was that like down at the Apple store? Well, the interesting thing was um, the Apple store here in Chandler, Arizona, 
It was very subdued, very quiet as far as customers. There weren't a lot of people there. There was a lot fewer people there than I've actually ever seen in an Apple store. Um, the staff, I talked to a couple of staff members, and they said, yeah, a couple hours ago when it, when it hit, they had, you know, there was like shock, but they have their job to do. And they still love what they're doing. Everyone at the Apple store tends to like what they're doing, and they still have to. When you're selling Apple equipment, you're selling, you know, something that's easy to use, friendly to use. But is that, I mean, is that different across, let's say, let's say you worked at Sears at the Easy Simple Tool section. If the founder of Sears died, would there have been the same outrage and why or why not? Well, I don't think anybody, first of all, knows who the owner of Sears is or whoever okay. invented the Easy Tools <laughs> okay. are. Okay, I mean, window, okay, Bill Gates dies tomorrow. Bill, also After the same a, thing. Okay, you think it would be thing. the same thing? No, I don't think it would be the same thing at all. Okay. Absolutely not. The thing where I think Debbie's getting caught up and perhaps you're getting caught up is Steve Jobs was an icon. Okay. He was an icon. Um, for me, last week, I lost another icon. Al Davis of the Oakland Raiders is an icon. I had no idea he was still alive. I'm not kidding. I don't worship them. Okay. I never worship So I think icon and worship are two entirely different things for a lot of people. Right. I respect what they've done and what they brought to the world. I mean, Steve Jobs, obviously, with what he brought to electronics, which has turned into the way we live our lives. Mm-hmm. Al Davis changed the National Football League. He brought, you know, hired the first black coach. He did a lot of things that changed the way that game is played. And they're both people that had a singular vision that nobody else had worked out on their own. Mm-hmm. And they went with it and they, they, they popularized it. Okay. Um, by well, they win- they yes. popularized it by winning, by being mm-hmm. good at it. Yes. You know? And, and to me, those are the icons that I respect is, you know, they don't have to be good people. Um, Steve Jobs was notoriously hard on his employees and has shaky things in his personal life. But what he did in his world of business and the Apple products we buy is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And people that use Windows and Linux and everything else, they all admit that. So it's that is what's important, not the person. It's not about the person. It's like Elvis. It wasn't about the person who Elvis was. It was, was about the connection, and it was about exactly. all that kind of stuff. Dan, you talked to, talked about uh, what inspiration you gather from icons earlier. Well, um, I, I think that there's a, a lot to being able to look at a lot of people and um, um, take inspiration from their life. If they've done something incredible, I like to emulate what it is that they've done or the characteristics that they've had or just study what they've done and try and try and um, embed that somehow in my life so that I can use that to help me in, in my own endeavors and create my own success. So do you think that, that, that an, an inspirational people or successful people, if emulated correctly, can help you become successful or inspirational? In, in a certain sense, they can, um, but... You know, we're all unique, and we all have our own obstacles to overcome. But I think what I take from these people is that um, they had the drive and determination to to accomplish whatever it was or the focus. And those are the things that I have to keep in mind when I'm um, when I'm trying to accomplish my own goals. It's interesting because I many years ago I read Anthony Robbins' book, and he's all about finding someone who's doing what you want to do, mm-hmm. learn what they do. He goes into like what they eat for breakfast, where they go to lunch, where they, every minute of every day. Do you think that matters? I don't. You but, see? But I, to is, me it, it's, is it the routine that matters? I do not think it's routine that matters. Okay. I think it's, for me, with both these icons and other icons in my life, it's, they have an idea. Right. 
a fresh idea, and they put everything into that idea, and that's what's iconic to me. Um, and it's not about, you know, I'm never going to create computer products like Steve. I'm not going to. Well, no, but you can be an icon in your own right. I mean, every yeah, just choose your project okay. and go with it with that kind of single-mindedness and with that kind of vision. Then that's what that's what drives me. And so that can be a healthy thing. Um, it's just seeing people that have passion for for something, and and. Um, yeah, but passion gets used a lot in this in our society. You know, I have passion for this, I have passion for that. There, few people, it's passion, perseverance, and just forcing it, forcing it to happen. You know, he said he wanted to put a dent in the universe, right? Yeah. And he did. And you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, I want to change the world." You know, every Miss America pageant contestant has said, "I want to change the world." Well, the world now, place. now is is that even effective? Because is it? Let's say I want to. I say I want to change the world versus I want to make the best version of of the of a, of the mouse possible or a keyboard possible. Am I better off single-mindedly focusing on making the best mouse possible, which may change the world? I don't know how, but I'm saying. Or is it better off to think that I want to change the world? Let me figure out how to do it. That makes sense to everybody. I understand what you're saying. I don't think you can. I don't think. Do you, do you set out trying to change the world, or do you set out trying to make something really, really good? You set out trying to make something really, really good. Yeah, I think that's what you have to do, because if you don't have a target, you're kind of kind of shooting arrows off into the yeah. distance. Oh, okay. What about you, icons for you, Tyler? Uh, I mean, obviously, uh, uh, Steve Jobs, I don't know about an, an, an icon, but I, I, I felt a connection to him. Um, Apple products have been uh, involved in, in a lot of my life uh, from when my dad bought a print shop in 1986, I remember the first computer I turned on and couldn't turn off was a Mac Plus, um, and I was allowed free reign of that to play on all the computers. And I, I was I saw the first app for the, for the first color Mac and so on and so forth. Um, so I appreciated, and then I worked for Apple retail later. So I'm, I definitely appreciate Steve Steve Jobs for uh, for some of the gifts that he gave. Uh, well, he and the Apple team. Let's let's face it. There's a lot of people that were, that were there with him that, that gave it, but. Um, seeing as an icon of someone to emulate is is completely off uh, for me because it's when you find people that are like that, it's like me saying I want to dunk and emulating Amari Stoudemire. I can't. It's 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 impossible for me to do that. There's no way I'm going to be like that because I'm not built in, in any at all the same way. Uh, and I think Steve Jobs was almost built exactly for what he did. Had Had he lived another 20 years, we probably wouldn't we probably wouldn't be talking about him in such reverence as we do now, and that always always happens because we, you know, people die young. We we remember them greater than they usually are. Um, I mean, as James Dean might as well have been a, a near god, as far as I'm concerned. I didn't even never even saw the guy when he was alive. Um, same with uh, Jan Stoplin or, or or Jimi Hendrix or Kurt Cobain that we talked about earlier. But it's it's weird because I my icons tend to be. More normal people who can talk about big things in a way that I understand them. So you're just talking about a when you're talking about you're an icon who can dunk. Mm-hmm. Steve Jobs wasn't creating something that he couldn't physically do. Yeah, he's creating something he could do, and that's yeah. something. I don't have the the when he began, you know, in the late '70s or whatever else. And I know this has a lot to do with you know timing and and location and all that kind of stuff, but I could never do that, and I don't expect to be on stage with. You know, millions of adoring fans watching, you know, watching me stream a stream a keynote. Like, I don't want that kind of success, um, and I don't know that emulating all that he has done would be effective because 
the, the most successful people I know are seriously deficient in many categories that they're not successful in. Um, athletes are great at sports, terrible with their money. Um, you know, a lot of, of, of CEOs are fantastic at earning money, horrible with their families. And that type of single-minded focus is something that's, that's great to celebrate, and I'm glad that I have an iPhone because of that. But I don't think that, that, that taking them all um, together is, is, is something that I, even, that I even want to do because I think that for me to take something that important from an icon and try to emulate my own life, I'm not doing it justice because I'm not giving it the attention that they did. Right. It'd be interesting to know when he made that I want to put a dent in the world or in the universe comment. Was that early in his yes. development yes. career? Yes. So that was his goal was to Yes, young, not, brash and stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It was that was when his first stint with Apple, I think. Sounds like something a young person would say. Yeah. yeah right before he got fired. Yeah. <laughs> it was. No it was it was right before he got fired the first time. Because it just seems like uh that would be a poor goal. Yeah, I think so. You would say yeah. that would be a poor goal? Yeah. Yeah, it's not really a goal. Are you kidding me? To to change the universe? That's a great goal. Well, yeah. he knew he knew what his tool well, was. He, he knew he was he, talking about a, he finally sounds like a TV doctor. He he I figured out the how to do it. That's I, that's that's what most people but he knew all what they want to say for. all they want to say is I want to change the world. Well, how are you going to do that? Yeah. Like you're going to have to give up right. a lot of what you have right now. He didn't say that before they developed the computer. He did it no. once they had developed the yes. personal computer. He knew he had a tool that was going to change the world that nobody else believed in. Mm-hmm. And that was, was great. And bad. you know what? And Tyler, if you have the passion, if something comes to you that you want to create something yes. with your writing, with acting, with direct, with whatever, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and it really does hit that kind of level, we can all gain that same kind of... yes. Yes, that that's not, that's that kind of clarity and and, and and focus and all that type of stuff. Yeah, and that's um, you know I think that's a clear sign that uh, that I mean to me that's a clear sign that I'm that I'm not doing currently not doing what I should be doing because yeah. I'm not I'm not clear and focused and and it's not a requirement that, that one stuff. be an asshole to everyone else while you're still keeping that focus. Hey, shut up, um, <laughs> <laughs> man, dude. What what I do to you? God, I bought him lunch today and he's calling me names. What a jerk. Oh, we're talking about Steve Jobs or me? No comment. Oh, I just did. I just compare myself. Yes, I did. Anyway, uh, thank you very much for listening to another episode of Storytellers AZ. Again, we meet every twice a month, about so the second Wednesday and the fourth Wednesday of the month. We meet at Gangplank, which is in Chandler on Arizona Avenue, just south of Boston Street. And anyone is welcome. It's totally free. Debbie doesn't bite. She's actually very nice in person. And Brian LePan does occasionally stop talking uh, before other people interrupt him. Appreciate your time. I, I don't know. I think you're the one that talks the most on this podcast. <laughs> uh, we can edit that last part out. I appreciate your time and have a good night. Bye. Thank you for listening to Storytellers AZ. We'll see you next time. Hello and welcome to another episode of StorytellersAZ.com. Uh, I am Tyler Hurst, and here to host the podcast, where it's a... Uh, hold on, I'm shoot it up. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to another... Ep- <laughs> <laughs>